Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, so right, literally right as we come on the air, I see this headline, okay? And uh, a pop quiz here for Laurel and for Greg and for Paul. But I see this headline and it reads, Syphilis reaches 1950s levels in the United States. And I think, oh, that's great. Wait, is that great? I wasn't around in the 1950s, so I know you guys weren't around in the 1950s. So you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? So if syphilis has reached the 1950s levels in the U.S., does that mean it's down to the 1950s level or it's up to the 1950s level? Do you have a guess? Do you have a thought on that? I would say up. Up up to the 1950s yeah. level? That's right. also where I'm going. It's up. See, my first thought was, oh, it's down because, you know, back in the 1950s, we were more conservative as a society and, and we weren't taught. There wasn't the hookup society that's going on these days and syphilis would have to be through through the roof these days. And 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 I didn't figure syphilis would be such a thing back in the 50s. But evidently, uh, yeah, it's uh, syphilis is definitely up. It's it's way up. So be careful, y'all. Yeah, driving in every day, I come up John Young Parkway, and there's a giant billboard that talks about syphilis. Even so, yeah, yeah it must it must be up somewhere. I guess. It, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, it must be up somewhere. All right. Um, when eight months ago, when we started the Joe Kelly Show, I got to I got to put this out there. Let me get let me get, let me get serious here for a second. <clears throat> when we started the Joe Kelly Show, I said, okay, there are two rules. There there are two goals. Uh, two major reasons why we want to do the Joe Kelly show. And the the first was we wanted to make the Joe Kelly show accessible to everybody. What does that mean accessible to everybody? Means we're not going to be talking over people's heads. We're not going to be uh you know, we're not going to be the New York Times where everything is long and complicated and arduous and 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 we beat things to death and and we're going to cover a wide variety of topics that that will appeal to a wide variety of people. So we wanted to make it an, an accessible show uh, for everybody. And the other goal was we didn't want to be predictable. And by not being predictable uh, also means a wide variety of topics. And I would be sharing my genuine opinions about everything. And my opinions at times are complicated. Uh, that you know, sometimes my opinions fall onto the right side of the of the ledger. Sometimes they fall to the left side of the ledger. Uh, I can only be myself. That's all I can do. Now, so those so those are the two goals: to be accessible and to not be predictable. And you're thinking, why, Joe? Are you telling us this? Well, honestly, I'm not telling you this as much as I am reminding myself of this. I I sometimes lose track of that. Sometimes I I get I I get going and I forget what we set out is the original goals of this show. And I think it is important from time to time to remind myself of what the goals are of the show. And uh, once again, to make the show accessible for all and to make the show not predictable. There you go. So thank you very much for being a part of the Joe Kelly show. Make show unpredictable. There you come. Write Got that. It. Write that down. All right. Uh, all right, now, uh, well, this is a little bit predictable here, but it is that time of the day where we have the presidential pinger. We call this a benchmark, not as much predictability. Uh, as we have lowjacked the presidential candidates so we can track them in the days leading up to the presidential elections, Joe Kelly's presidential pinger. We're eight days out from the crazy Nevada caucuses slash primaries. 24 days away from South Carolina's primary, 34 days till Super Tuesday. Here in Florida, we don't get a vote till March 19th. That's 48 days from now. And we're 279 days away from the general election on November 5th. Now, as of today's date, January 31st, 2024, in nationwide polling, Donald Trump is up another percentage point to 73.4%. Uh, Nikki Haley is also up one percentage point, 16.9%. And you're asking yourself, how can they both be up? Well, if you add the 73.4 to the 16.9, they don't equal 100%. That means some undecideds are are deciding. And that means some people that were supporting, say, Ron DeSantis previously or, or Vivek Ramaswamy previously have now chosen Nikki Haley or Donald Trump. Now, that at the same time, two new polls out today, one from Quinnipiac 
and one from The Economist YouGov show <clears throat> Joe Biden leading Donald Trump by six points. Did you catch that? Joe Biden leading Donald Trump by six points. Now, I know that everybody on the right is thinking there's no possible way. All I would offer is, while a lot of people on the right absolutely love Donald Trump and hang on his every word, there are an equal number of people on the left that despise him. And you, if you're in your silo and you don't ever see those people or hear from those people, you may not realize that they exist, but they do exist and they exist in large numbers. Now, today, Donald Trump was meeting with members of the Teamsters Union in Washington as he's already looking past the GOP primary. He's looking towards that general election rematch against uh, Joe Biden. Uh, Biden, for his part, here in Florida yesterday, called Donald Trump a loser as he raises money on the the president's uh, the former president's home turf here in Florida. Uh, Nikki Haley was on CBS Mornings today talking about the administration's pending conflict with Iran. No one has told them why they should care. Uh-huh. Biden hasn't said it. Congress hasn't said it. You have to over communicate with the American people. This is not about starting a war. This is about preventing a war. It's always about preventing war. The last thing I want is for my husband to go fight in a war. Same for every military family. So if you get in front of it, you stop it before it starts. Biden waited for people to die. It's too late. You can't do that. But now we've got to stop putting your head in the sand and start dealing with this and telling them what we expect of them instead of being reactionary. It's important. No one has told them why they. There you go. Nikki Haley on CBS this morning. This has, as I mentioned, Donald Trump met with leaders from the Teamsters Union in hopes of winning over their support in his bid for the White House. Now, you're going to recall that the union bosses, Sean Fain from the United Auto Workers, uh, endorsed Joe Biden. Uh, but rank and file union members tend to support Donald Trump. Here's Trump after meeting with the, the uh, Teamsters. And I think we had a very productive meeting. Stranger things have happened. Usually a Republican wouldn't get that endorsement for many, many years. They've, they only do Democrats. But in my case, it's different because I've employed thousands of teamsters. And lastly, the late night comics from last night. So let me get this straight, okay? <laughs> the same people who believe Joe Biden has dementia and needs Kamala Harris to feed him butterscotch tapioca every night <laughs> also believe that he has somehow planned and executed a diabolically brilliant scheme to fix the NFL playoffs so the biggest pop star in the world can pop up on the Jumbotron during the Super Bowl in between a Kia and a Tostitos commercial (laughs) to hypnotize her 11-year-old fans into voting for Joe Biden. Oh, listen to this. I read that President Biden's campaign wants him to attend a stop on Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. I overheard someone on the corner say that Taylor was going to perform songs from her Jurassic era. And I said, that, that is rude to say. That's the president. How? That's disrespectful. That's what I said to that person. I overheard them, yeah. They also said, instead of friendship bracelets, Biden would be handing out life alert necklaces. I go, hey, stop talking like that. Former President Trump's campaign is reportedly focusing its fundraising efforts on recruiting mega donors, yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Suddenly, 50 bucks just ain't cutting it anymore. Well, it is refreshing, is it not, to hear at least uh, somebody joking about Joe Biden and not all of it about Donald Trump. Woo! Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. All right, coming up next, all the stories that you missed while you're at work today. And we're following breaking news that nine people have been injured, including two children in an acid attack in southwest London. We'll have details and uh, the stories that you missed at work today. That's coming up next. Stay with us here on The Joe Kelly Show. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 
This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Cash in on our 100th anniversary with the WDBO Payroll Payout. Your next chance at $1,000 happens tomorrow at 8 a.m. Listen for the keyword and then tap the Payroll Payout button in the WDBO app. It's our way of saying thank you for 100 incredible years. By the way, tonight is the uh, Travis Scott concert at the Kia Center. So there's going to be a lot of traffic headed towards the Kia Center tonight. You guys know who Travis Scott is, right? This, uh, This guy right here. This here with all the ice on in the booth at the gate outside when they pull up they give me loose yeah jump out Travis Scott is also the guy that was performing uh, in Houston when a bunch of people uh, ran towards the crowd uh, ran towards the stage and uh, some people got trampled uh, to to death if I've, if I'm not mistaken that some people died in that right yeah um all right it is time for stepping out of the office elevator and into today's top stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. All right, I got to get you caught up here and everything that you missed. Earlier today, Russia's defense ministry says Russia and Ukraine have exchanged 195 prisoners of war from each side. The Justice Department announces it has successfully disrupted an effort by Chinese government-sponsored hackers to target critical U.S. infrastructure networks using malware that hijack hundreds of homes and small business routers. This is a big deal for some teenagers. Universal Music Group will stop licensing its music library to TikTok. Uh, That's the thing that has really led to the growth of TikTok was the the music on TikTok. Uh, Certain songs, you'll hear them, and there are for people who are on TikTok, you're like, oh, that's a TikTok song. Yeah, there's not going to be the songs on TikTok anymore. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg, and you're going to hear the audio here in a second, stands and apologizes to family of children who suffered using his social media platforms during a hearing on protecting children online. Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis and special prosecutor Prosecutor Nathan Wade subpoenaed to testify at a hearing on allegations that Willis financially benefited from hiring Wade, her alleged romantic partner. Mm -hmm. Israel tells the Biden administration it does not plan to occupy Gaza and it does not plan to leave any forces there whenever they're finished with the operations there, of course. President Biden will tap senior advisor John Podesta to replace outgoing U.S. Special Climate Envoy John Kerry. Once Kerry steps down in the spring, Kerry is leaving as Climate Envoy to join the campaign to reelect Joe Biden. And as one of the late night comics uh, quipped, uh, it, it must be bad if... If the bigger uh, calamity is the Biden reelection campaign than that of climate change. Eight people, including children, injured in a recent incident involving what they call a corrosive substance in uh, South London. A couple of police officers are said to be injured as well. Keep in mind, they don't have guns there the way that we do here. And uh, and sometimes you'll see stabbing incidences or people that will use acid. And in this case, it's acid. A federal judge in Tallahassee this afternoon dismisses Disney's lawsuit against Ron DeSantis and others uh, that 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 created rather the special taxing district. Uh, Disney had claimed it was in retaliation and a federal judge says, no, it was not. And then we are following this breaking news in just a moment ago. The U.S. Coast Guard reports that air and surface units of the Coast Guard are responding alongside uh Puerto Rican uh police forces to a capsized migrant vessel that's said to be some 300 yards off the coast of Puerto Rico so there is a rescue operation going on right now off the coast of Puerto Rico meanwhile as i mentioned to you uh Mark Zuckerberg uh was absolutely raked over the coals today in a Senate hearing uh Senator Josh Hawley played Zuck like a fiddle. Here's a, a little bit of that exchange. So you didn't oh, take any action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I, Would I, you like to do so now? Well, They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. 
Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? So at that point, Zuckerberg stands up and he's off microphone because he's he turns to the crowd behind him. And so you can't quite hear what he is saying. But Josh Hawley absolutely baited Mark Zuckerberg into that. And Zuckerberg really had little choice other than to stand up and to apologize to these families. I will play more of the audio here. But again, you can't hear Zuckerberg very well. A little bit into this, someone puts a microphone near him. You know, why, Mr. Zuckerberg, why should your company not be sued for this? Why is it that you can claim you hide behind a liability shield? You can't be held accountable. We're going to have more of, of that exchange here coming up for you here on the Joe Kelly show on the way in about a half an hour at the top of the hour. We're going to talk to Florida State Senator Blaze Angolia. And he is he's got a couple of bills that we have really wanted to talk to him about, one of which uh, will end universal mail in voting. Uh, the widespread, very popular, widely used universal mail-in voting. Uh, he is sponsoring a bill that will end that. Uh, so you can share your thoughts a- ahead of uh, my conversation with them coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, you can join us at 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Uh, that is one of the bills that he is sponsoring. He's also sponsoring a bill that would ban local communities from giving IDs, government-issued IDs, to illegal immigrants. Uh, that has already passed the committee, uh, so that will go to the to the full Senate. Uh, and, and a couple of other bills that we'll, we'll chat with the senator about. That'll be coming up at the top of the hour. If you want to join the discussion uh, about any of those things, you can, like I said, use the open mic or call 844-580-WDBO. This as uh, other Florida lawmakers advance a pair of bills this week that will prevent people from being able to sleep or camp on public property without permits. And of course, when you talk about camping on public property, you're like, oh, in a public park. No, no, no. They're talking about sidewalks. They are talking about homeless people on sidewalks. And particularly as someone who lived in downtown Orlando for several years, the homeless problem is truly a problem. Uh, It is so much more, though, than just a lack of beds. It is so much more than an unhoused problem, as, as some would make it out to be. I mean, it is a problem that deals with drug abuse. It is a problem that deals with mental health, a mental illness. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty broad stretching here. And just saying you can't sleep on sidewalks is not going to solve the problem. Because at that point, then what is the alternative? Putting them in jail? Are we going to arrest people for being homeless? I, I like the idea of cleaning up our sidewalks. They are a mess in downtown Orlando. And getting the homeless people off the sidewalks is a great idea. But there's two parts of that equation. Getting them off the sidewalks is just the first part. The second part is now what? Now where do they go? 844-580-WDBO. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on the Joe Kelly Show. And I, I got to correct something that I said, uh, I don't know, yesterday, day before yesterday. This has been bothering me. Those three fallen service members. I had said that it was two men and one woman. It was two women and one man. And I I looked at the, the pictures of them, and it's all their official photographs in uniform. And they all have hats on. And their, hair's, their hair is all pulled back. And then I looked at the names. And the first names of the three were William, Kennedy, and Brianna. Well, I know Brianna's a girl's name. 
and the 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 other two uh, looked like they could have been men. And uh, is Kennedy a man's name ever, or is is that? I think that's just a girl's name. It's just name. a girl's name. Yeah, yeah, that's my bad. So I my my apologies to the family. I did not mean in this case I misgendered someone, but but uh, it was it was simply because I I failed to realize that they were actually a woman. They weren't trying to be something other than what they were, but that just bothered me. Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, age 46, Specialist Kennedy Ladon Sanders, age 24, and Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffat, age 23, all of them. Uh, members of the 718th Engineer Company, 926th Engineer Battalion out of Fort Moore, Georgia. All three of them from Fort Moore, stationed at Fort Moore, Georgia. Uh, but they're all from southern Georgia, Carrollton, Waycross, and Savannah, Georgia. Um, also, we just got this breaking news a minute ago. A They just passed a bill in the U.S. House. Get this. It is a bill to bar Hamas members and other terrorists that were involved in the October 7th attack from entering the United States. Okay? This would be a bill that bans... Hamas and other terrorists that were involved in October 7th from entering the United States. It did not pass unanimously. It did pass. It did not pass unanimously. It was the vote was 422 with two voting no and one person voting present. The two people voting no, I bet you can predict their names. One of whom is Cory Bush. The other is Rashida Tlaib both members of the so-called squad. For them, evidently, it is A-OK to let known murderous terrorists into the United States. All right, we got we to gotta pivot. We got to talk about something different here. We're- pivot! <laughs> pivot! Pivot! All right, Shut so- up! Shut up! Shut up! We got to talk about... Her name is Ashley Ashley Eckstein. That's that, correct. That's her name. Now you know we we all, I talk about we always live in our, our little silos and we don't know people that aren't in our silos. And for a lot of us, Ashley Eckstein Eckstein yep is not in our silo. I uh, but I saw her once uh, at Disney and she was absolutely mobbed by fans. She sure is. So if you're not of the geekdom, you may know her husband, David Eckstein, who is from Sanford. He was a famous MLB baseball player. But she, in her own right, is an entrepreneur. She's an author and she's an actress. She's most known as the voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars. But she also founded Her Universe, which is originally was a website for girls to have geeky clothes, too, because... Nobody made Star Wars shirts for girls, and now they make them for girls and boys. But she is just a Disney superstar, and I got the chance to talk to her about Megacon. Yeah, that's really cool. Let's take a listen. Well, my name is Laurel Lee. I'm with WDBO here in Orlando, and I am joined by actress, entrepreneur, and Star Wars superstar, Ashley Eckstein. Ashley's going to be hanging out with all of us fans at Megacon this weekend. Ashley, let me start off by talking about the convention. What is your favorite part of going to these conventions? Is it the costumes, hearing the stories from fans, reuniting with people you've worked with in the past? Uh, well, my my favorite part about going to the conventions is definitely the fans. You know, I have been a Star Wars fan my entire life. And so it's definitely a dream come true for me to be a part of the Star Wars universe. And I love connecting with other fans about Star Wars, about Ahsoka, and about fandom in general. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. And especially Megacon, because Megacon is truly mega. I mean, it's one of the biggest conventions in our nation. So it's something that, you know, being from Orlando, uh, we should be very proud of because it's, it's definitely one of the best conventions out there. I mentioned at the beginning of this, you have your fingers in so many pies. You do so much. Can you explain balancing both your acting career and your entrepreneurship with her universe and how they might influence each other in any way? Oh, goodness. Well, my my dad worked for Disney. And so you could definitely say that I was raised Disney. Um, my parents, you know, were always showing us the different Disney movies and shows and taking us to the parks. And pretty early on, my favorite movie became Alice in Wonderland. 
And just like Alice, I am very curious. So, or, or I guess you could say curiouser and curiouser. So my whole life, I've, I've just been very curious. I want to know how things work. Um, I want a behind the scenes uh, sneak peek, you know, a peek behind the curtain. And so, um, you know, I was bit by the acting bug very early, uh, you know, especially growing up here in Orlando. There's so many opportunities between theater and the um, live entertainment at the theme parks. So uh, I knew I wanted to be an actress, but as my career progressed, I was very curious about how everything's made. So, you know, I wanted to learn how to make the merchandise and I wanted to learn how to produce the shows. And so in June of 2010, I started my company, Her Universe, and um, started uh, designing and making clothes for female sci-fi and fantasy fans. And now it's grown beyond Star Wars. We do, you know, all pretty much all the sci-fi fantasy and, and fandom properties. Um, and we also make clothes uh, for everyone. It's not just for women and girls now. We make it for men, boys, unisex, um, pretty much the whole family. And her universe will be at MegaCon this weekend. So if you find me in Celebrity Row, I'll be there signing autographs and taking photos. Um, very nearby where I'm signing, you'll see a her universe booth. Well, many celebrities make it big and then they meet fans at conventions, I should say, and whatnot. And that's okay and all. But you're special in that not only do you come out to these conventions, but you regularly meet with fans at Galaxy's Edge at Disney World during these lightsaber meetups they have every few months. Why is it so important for you to meet with fans like that on a regular basis? You know, I have been so inspired by my character, Ahsoka Tano. Um, She's absolutely changed my life. And... You know, while Ahsoka is known as one of the most powerful, you know, Jedi who goes on to become one of the leaders of the rebellion in Star Wars, and she's so fierce with her two lightsabers, her true power is her kindness. And she has a line in um, the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars where she says, in my life, when you find people who need your help, you help them no matter what. I guess it's just who I am. And... I so badly want to be a real life version of my character and, you know, uh, extend what, you know, fans are so inspired with on screen, extend that to these interactions when I meet fans. And so I've made it my mission just to help others no matter what. And, you know, we've all been through a really hard time the past several years, uh, you know, with a global uh, pandemic and, um, you know, one of the, the you know, after effects that we're still dealing with is the, the mental health crisis that we've gone through um, post-COVID. And um, a way that we can help each other is just to connect. We are naturally social beings. We naturally need to connect with one another. Um, and so by going to conventions, organizing, you know, um, meetups, uh, participating in lightsaber meetups at Galaxy's Edge. It's a way to connect. It's a way to hug one another. It's a way to look each other in the eye and just say, hey, how are you doing? And um, if I can help in any way by connecting people and bringing people together and letting people know that they're not alone, um, I feel like that's what Ahsoka would do. And so that's what I've made it my mission to do. I super appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. And I'm, I'm sure we'll see each other some point during the four days of MakeaCon. Oh, I look forward to it. And I hope so. Thank you so much, Laurel. Boy, what, what an absolute sweetheart she is. She and, is truly one of the kindest people on this planet. And when she suddenly put on that, the, the Ashoka voice, uh, am I saying it right? Ashoka. Ashoka. Ashoka mm-hmm. voice. I mean, I could just hear her. She changed. I mean, she changed personas in that, in that second. Yeah, yeah, she's an incredible voice actress. She's done um, Robot Chicken. She's done uh, DC stuff. I mean, she's been all over the place. And she's from Orlando. She is. Her dad works for Disney, and she's there. I'm telling you, every other month, she's there with fans in front of the Millennium I've Falcon. Seen her. I've seen her there. I know. Amazing. No other celebrity does that. Yeah, she's she's very good at that. And I know that was part of a much longer conversation that you had with her. Uh, for, for anybody who wants to hear more of that conversation... 
Where where can we hear that? So yeah, I had about twenty minutes. I talked with her. So they, if you want to go to the WDBO Facebook, I've posted it there, and you can uh, listen to us talk about everything from her companies to her beliefs to her mental health awareness. It's it's a pretty good chat. Outstanding, fantastic, love it. Coming up uh, just after six o'clock, we're going to talk to Florida State Senator Republican Blaze Ingoldia. Uh, we've got a couple of bills that he's uh, that that he is putting out. One of which is would put an end to universal mail-in voting. So give me your thoughts now on, on universal mail-in voting. Uh, you would pretty much have to vote in person uh, on Election Day. So let us know your thoughts. You can call 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. Absolutely get rid of universal uh, mail-in voting. Studies in the past have shown that's where fraud is most likely to happen. Uh, For the people that can't make it there, that's why we have absentee ballots. Uh, But you do have to prove who you are for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, we're going to be talking more about universal mail-in balloting voting here in the state of Florida as Florida State Senator Blaise Ingolia has has written a bill that would end universal mail-in voting. We'll talk about what your options are as we speak with him live coming up just after 6 o'clock. We're also talking about the Florida legislature is advancing a bill to ban public sleeping uh, and that's not you know camping on public land that is that's basically uh dealing with homeless people and and i i, I think that's a great idea to get the homeless people off the sidewalks but there's got to be a second piece of that that puts them where 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 do they then go right don't lock up the homeless you divide them up like this those that want to get redeemed help them to get cleaned up and get a job let's get this rolling and those that just want to wander they, they want to wander this life. Let them wander. Let's put them out somewhere in the Northwest. <laughs> Let's have a whole huge area. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because the bill would allow but not require. It would allow but not require counties and cities to create designated public areas for the homeless to sleep. But the areas have to fit certain criteria including access to running water, access to behavioral health services, and having security on site. So that would be like an open-air homeless community sanctioned by the city or county. Would you be down for that? 844-580-WDBO. Use the open mic. In the WDBO app, we will talk to State Senator Blazing Golia live next on The Joe Kelly Show. Stay with us. Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. Still dealing with a couple of wrecks in Seminole County, one on I-4 westbound before 1792, blocking the right lane, and another on 1792 at 434. All northbound lanes are blocked. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk, WDBO. All right, hang on. We're having a logistic issue right now with our guests. So I'm actually expecting them to call back on my cell phone. So, I don't want to get started. Can we just pause the world for a second? We just put everything pause. Everybody just stop what you're doing. Because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to. (laughs) Why why does it go to an 80s hip-hop song? Speaking about hip-hop songs, uh, Travis Scott is playing at the Kia Center tonight. Formerly the Amway Center. Playing at the Kia Center tonight. Uh, Travis Scott. I like Travis Scott's music. Um, not much of it is clean enough to play on the radio. That's about all we can play, really. <laughs> just, it goes downhill from there, I'm afraid. So, yeah, we can't we can't play much more of that on the radio. 
Um, okay, hang on a second. Laurel, talk for a second. You, you and Paul talk because Greg and I have to chat. Okay, we're going to talk. I don't know about what. We could talk more about Megacon. We could talk about Meg. What do you want to talk about, Paul? I don't know. I'd like to go to Megacon. Never been there. I'm from San Diego where they have the Comic-Con in yes. San Diego. Yeah, so Comic-Con. that is huge. It is. And this Megacon is actually getting right up there to battle it. So Dragon Con in Atlanta, Comic-Con in San Diego, and now our Megacon are three of the biggest in the country. And let me tell you, if you've never gone, go. Don't go on Saturday. They're expecting... It has brought an awful lot of money into our economy here. I it mean, sure it really has. has. It's built up so much in the past decades. So. But I'm told they sold 400,000 tickets for this thing. Just and it's 400,000 four tickets? Yeah. But now, didn't they have a complaint that they were oversold? So that was mine so and many other complaints that? last year. I'm not sure. I won't be able to tell you till Monday. Uh, when I go there, and I can tell you what the crowds were like. I'm hoping maybe they've well, spread I'll tell it out you, a little bit. There are um, million celebrities there this time around, so that's, that's really cool. True. So even if you aren't a geek, but you like movies, you know that's that's kind of a big thing because you can go and you can meet these celebrities for not a ton of money. I mean, some of them are, are like three hundred dollars, but some of them aren't, honestly. But I'm told at because it's in the West Concourse and this is in the East Concourse, or vice versa. I'm told in the East Concourse, Cattle Con is going on at the same time this weekend. There's a big sign. Wait, 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 wait. Welcome cattle con. <laughs> cattle con. I don't like know. Like ca- Moo con. Yeah. Is this it? Yeah. Moo, is that the new Disney movie? Moo con? <laughs> it's cattle con? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, my friend who's already arrived for Megacon, he got settled into his hotel and he walked down to the convention center to check it out. And there's a big old inflatable cow. On one of the concourses, and there's a big old sign that says, Welcome, Cattlemen. So, um, Can welcome. you imagine how that smells? Can you just smell Cattle Con? That's exactly <laughs> I, what he wrote. He wrote, If you wonder what the smell is, <laughs> Cattle Con is I, here. I got it. I can, I can taste Cattle Con right now in my throat. I can kind of smell uh, it so much that I can taste it. I got to tell um, you, I, I'm, I was talking to Greg off the air, and I come back, and y'all are talking about cattle and things, and I don't know what I missed. But cattle I, con. They have a cattle con next to Megacon. Uh, I'm Who gonna knew? Have to, I'm going to have to take your word on that one. Um, listen, for, for whatever reason, this is so bizarre, but we're unable to get Senator Blaze Angolia on the line with us. He is unable to call us, and we are unable to call him. I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know how that works. I, I am. I am completely. Somebody at a didn't loss. pay the bill. That's what it was. Somebody didn't pay the loss. phone bill. Um, uh, I think it's too late at this point. I, so let we'll just at this point uh, it's going to be anticlimactic. So let's let's reschedule uh, Senator Ingolia for maybe for tomorrow night. Maybe we can get him tomorrow. And we'll talk to him at that time because I do have a lot of stuff I'd like to discuss with him, uh, including the mail-in balloting and a bunch of other stuff. So uh, I'm going to table all of that. Uh, my apologies to anybody who is tuning in for that. Uh, and my apologies to Blaze and Golia for not being able to get him on the radio. Uh, but we will reschedule that as soon as we can. Meanwhile, our state lawmakers are putting up a bill... That would allow you to be able to kill bears. Oh, hang on. My phone's ringing. Let me answer this. And can you guys talk about cattle con again? <laughs> so back to cattle con. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for cattle men. And I did, I did look it up. Let's see. FCA convention and allied trade show. Does that mean there's going to be actual cows there? I was just assuming you would, it was for like. You would think, but you would think that there would be like a rodeo type of, a, you know, atmosphere. I, guess. I was just thinking it was just for like, I don't know. The, the humans to show up, but I, I suppose if I pull <laughs> either up- way, either that or there'll be a lot of freezers with meat oh, in it. No. That's, <laughs> don't oh. know if this is a tribute uh, to cattle or if this. I, uh, you are looking it up. You said I did. Okay, let's see. Cowboys about cattle con. It's where the beef industry meets. Let's see. Okay, uh, the beef industry. So there will be an awful lot of refrigerators and freezers there. I guess. Uh, uh, Frank in the chat just said his old roommate is playing fiddle there. Well, that's apropos. That kind of fits, <laughs> yes. you know. Got a fiddle at cattle 
Are we still? Culling. All right, I'm back. Are we still talking about cattle? Says bring your little. Yeah, cow now folks. we're talking about fiddle, fiddling at CattleCon, Joe. So, fiddling. So, at so you cattle guys con. might remember at the beginning of the show, I said that of our two goals, one is uh, is to be accessible, and the other is to be unpredictable. We certainly nailed the unpredictable part uh, here this half hour. I would say so. This was this was not. And can you believe we won an award? There's awards over there on the windowsill. We've got awards that we've won for this show. It blows my mind. You may All have right. to give them back, but I you know. Know, it's okay. Yes, hang on. The Marconi Company is calling. They want their award back. Um, all right, so Floridians, you may soon be able to kill bears in self-defense, which I got to tell you, this comes as a shock to me that we weren't currently able to kill bears in self-defense. Because I got to tell you, if I am being attacked by a bear or even if I'm being threatened by a bear and, you know, I go to you go to the castle doctrine, which is if if you don't have the ability to retreat, if I can't get behind a closed door, if I can't close a car door, if I can't get away from this bear and this bear is aggressive, if the bear is attacking me, I don't care what state law says. If I have my gun with me, I'm shooting the bear. Period. End of sentence. I'm. I'm but gonna... what if you were only armed with a stick and the bear had a machete? This is our. This is oh, the questions God. that you've posed to us before. So we're doing. Would, would you, you rather, rather now? Fight... <laughs> yeah. Would you rather fight would you a rather bear? Fight six bear-sized chickens or yes, right. one chicken-sized bear? Yes. Hang on. Let me see here. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. So. I, again, I'm really startled that it's not already against the law to shoot and kill a bear here in Florida. I mean, we how, how dumb is this? You're allowed to shoot and kill a human in Florida. You're you're absolutely allowed to do so if you feel your life is is threatened. If you feel you have another choice. If you're unable to retreat. In fact, we don't even have uh, in the state of Florida. We have the stand your ground law, which means you don't actually have to retreat. A lot of states, you have to retreat. You know, you have to run first, try to get away. You have to close the door. You have to drive away, whatever it is. In Florida, you don't have to do that. You can stand your ground and shoot and kill a human being, and it is perfectly legal. But if you shoot and kill a bear, at the moment, that's against the law. I find that to be ridiculous quite frankly. 844-580-WDBO. So obviously I support the notion that we can shoot and kill black bears as a means of self-defense. Now, I'll tell you the other side of this is what they, what, what the people who are opposed to this bill, they fear that this is just going to make it easier for people to kill bears. That, that people will mindlessly and thoughtlessly just go out and shoot bears. There will be rules if it becomes a law. Anybody who kills a bear in a situation that is self-defense has to re- report it to uh, FWC, the Florida Wildlife Commission, within 24 hours. And they would not be allowed to keep or sell any meat or any parts of the bear. So there would be no advantage to shooting and killing a bear for sport because you wouldn't be allowed to keep any part of the bear. 844-580-WDBO. I do not know if the phone lines work. Eight four four five eight zero nine three two six. That's what I'm laughing at. It's You're a, such a good it's a great way to test it. To make sure that we keep having the yeah. phone line sent I, out. I kind of want someone to call right now just to see if the phone works. Not even if if you don't even want to be on the radio. That's fine. I just want to see if the phone works. Oh, you know, we could always call it ourselves. I did. Yeah, and it did not work. Oh. Oh, then never mind. Don't bother calling us. So that's cool. We got that going. Use the fun. open mic. Oh, hang on. Hey, on your uh, bear fact there of killing in self-defense, can you look it up? Because I'm pretty sure you can't kill an alligator even if it's in self-defense. You have to call the FWC for them to do it. Okay, so I did look that up. Now, here's what's really interesting is one of the opponents to the bear bill, uh, a Democrat, Representative Mark Gottlieb, says that it's not necessary He says people are far more likely to be killed by alligators, dogs, and bees. Well, okay, hang on. Let's go with that Democrat lawmaker's argument. If we're more likely to be killed by an alligator, then why is it against the law to kill an alligator in self-defense? 
It is a third-degree felony under Florida law to kill or injure an alligator. It is also a felony to capture or keep an alligator or its eggs, unless you have a special alligator trapping or farming license from the state of Florida. Now, when it comes to self-defense, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, also known as the FWC, says there are rare circumstances in which somebody can claim self-defense with an alligator. They say if an alligator attacks you or your pet, you can take action. But if the attack happens off your property, it becomes very difficult to claim self-defense. I don't know if you're out walking your dog in a community pond and a gator lunges out of the pond. And I mean, at that point, shouldn't we be able to shoot and kill an alligator? The FWC doesn't want people shooting and killing alligators at random and then claiming self-defense. You know, but if you make the same rules saying you can't keep any part of the alligator meat, you can't keep any part of the alligator for a souvenir. I frankly think that the Democrats argument saying, well, you're more likely to die by an alligator. I I think that's a, a good argument for including alligators in the wildlife that we're allowed to shoot and kill in the state of Florida. What do you think? Hit us up in the open mic in the WDBO app because our phone line don't work. Use the open mic in the WDBO app. We'll continue here on the Joe Kelly Show. Meanwhile, we'll put in a trouble ticket with uh, the phone company to let them know that our phone lines don't work. We'll continue on the Joe Kelly Show. Stay with us. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, 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 the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The Baltimore Orioles are reportedly about to have new owners. According to multiple reports, John P. Angelos has agreed to sell the O's to a pair of private equity billionaires. The transaction values the birds at over $1.7 billion. Two. Two. An online question by a Sesame Street Muppet is shedding some light on the amount of stress that's currently in the U.S. On Monday, the ex-account for Elmo wrote, just checking in, how's everybody doing? Unexpectedly, the post got thousands of responses from followers who told Elmo they were depressed and anxious. One. One. Winds and rains are taking aim at California this week as two atmospheric rivers are set to bring storms. The first will cause problems in Northern California before heading to Southern California tomorrow. Roadways and low-lying areas are at risk of flooding. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, Florida lawmakers are are putting a bill forward through the state legislature that would enable you to shoot and kill a black bear in self-defense. You would not be allowed to keep any part of the bear uh, you would not be able to keep the bear meat. You would not be able to keep the bear hide. You would not be able to keep the bear, uh, any parts of the bear. Joe, legally, they cannot say that you can't take any piece of the bear at all if you kill it. Uh, the Constitution says that we have the right to bear arms. <laughs> so at least you can take their arms legally, right? <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. I think the rule with alligators should be... If you have been bitten or one of your family members are being bitten by the alligator, then you can kill it. If not, you can run away if it just lunges at you. You don't have to kill it. You can just run away. You know, I'm I'm thinking about these little 80-year-old ladies out there walking their dog's petunia. I don't know that they can run away from an alligator. Of course, I don't know that a little 80-year-old lady is going to have a 357 Magnum on her her either. Uh, But some might. And shouldn't, shouldn't she have the right to shoot and kill an alligator? I will tell you, I I feel the same way about alligators as I do about bears. And that is if I feel threatened by one and I have a gun on me, I'm shooting, period. And I'll, you know, I'll deal with the consequences. I had a friend of mine, uh, this was a few years ago when I lived in Oklahoma. And a friend of mine who was a, uh, uh, he was an archer. He loved archery, you know, bow and arrow. And he kept having a fox in his yard and he called animal control and they said, oh, yeah, we can't do anything about the fox if, if unless it's threatening you or your family. If it's threatening you or your family, we can come out there. And, and they said, is it threatening you and your family? And the guy was honest. And he's like, well, no, but, but it, you know, I've, he, he had infants. He had, he had a very young baby at the time. And he was out working in his yard one day. And the fox came back and took an aggressive stance 
with him and his child was outside as he was working in the yard. He was just working in the plant bed uh, with his wife and the child was out there in one of those little baby stroller things. And he grabbed his bow and arrow and he shot and killed the fox in his front yard. The arrow went straight through the fox and pinned the fox to the front yard. I mean, he killed it in one shot, very humane. And would you believe when he called the city... He did everything right. He called the city and said, hey, uh, I had previously called about a, a fox that was that was, you know, in, in my property on my in my neighborhood and y'all wouldn't come out. And the the fox was getting aggressive with my family and my child. I was outside and I shot and killed it. With Would you believe they came and they arrested him for shooting the fox? And then they they dropped the charges and and, and made it a, a ticket Instead of the charges and that eventually, and this was a months long process, eventually they dropped all charges and, and dropped the ticket and everything else like that. And that he should have, he should have staged the crime scene a little better. You know, like planted a gun next to the fox and said, Hey, this is what, (laughs) you know, unfortunately, fortunately he was on record. They had a previous call from him that, that. There is a fox that was annoying his his household. So he had he had you know proof. He had a record of it, um, and, and he was a good guy. He I mean, he he didn't have to call and say, "Hey, I killed the fox." Uh, you know, it, it, he could have just disposed of the carcass and and gone about his business. But but he tried to do the right thing. He tried to you know be straightforward and honest with them, and that's that's what you get for that, evidently. So. Uh, all right, you can use the open mic in the WDBO app. You could uh, wave flags. What, do we think the phones work now? Oh, the phones do? Okay. Yeah, we can give it a shot. Let's see if, Let's all see right. how it comes through. All right, let's go to uh, Kissimmee. Moses is joining us. Hello, Moses. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, listen, are there going to be any exceptions to that law on the, on the bears? Exceptions because, like? For example, what, 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 what if the, uh, a fellow goes to a mall... He sees a friend that he hasn't seen in a long time, and his last name is Bear. He says, "Hey, Bear!" <laughs> and somebody starts shooting or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like they would judge that differently. I, I think they might take that uh, a harsh stance on that. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> Thank you, Moses. Have a good night. You too, buddy. Uh, hey, we know the phones work now. That's good. So we appreciate that. We now know that the phones work. You don't get any extra bonus points for saying "see you later, alligator" if you do kill an alligator too, right? God, that would be a pretty cool line to say. Would have, have to, yeah. That's that's hashtag see you later, alligator. Okay. Yeah. All right, eight four four five eight zero WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Coming up in a moment, um, the business insider. So I'm not talking about the New York Post or the National Enquirer. Is that even still a thing? The National Enquirer, the business insider, has a piece about Donald Trump. And the Swifties, the Taylor Swift fanatics. Under the headline, Donald Trump will not win a war against the Swifties. And it's a really interesting piece, actually. Uh, And I'm going to share it with you. Yep, we're going to talk about Donald Trump and uh, Taylor Swift. And football and everything else. That'll be coming up next. Hey, stay right there. The Joe Kelly Show will continue here on WDBO. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The guy's prior call to the city about the fox just shows premeditation on his part. If you had to kill the fox, why didn't he just dig a hole and bury it in the yard and Nobody would have been the wiser. Yeah, honestly, he, he said the same thing afterwards. He's like, man, I should have just, I should have just uh, threw it in the garbage can. I said, yeah, probably so. You tried to do the right thing, and the right thing didn't work out. By the way, do you know that this was 10 years ago? This right here, 10 years ago. What does the fox say? Remember the sensation that was that song? I hate it today as much as I hated it back really? then. 
And it played a lot in this building because our old program director really liked it for some reason. Drew played this song all the time. <laughs> it was always playing in the hallways. I, I don't understand this. You like the shark song, but you don't like what does the fox say? Correct. I can't explain my brain either. That but does, yes. I mean, that shark song was terrible. I love Baby Shark. Yeah. the ba- Which now, uh, every time I think of that song, I think of Jamie Tart, doot, 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 doot. Jamie Tart, doot, 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 doot. Do you get that reference? No. Yeah, because you didn't watch Ted Lasso. Mm. Ted Lasso. Uh, never mind. So anyhow, all right. Here's the headline in the Business Insider. This is the Business Insider, y'all. Donald Trump will not win a war against the Swifties. So they, they've got a whole piece here. Now, this is predicated on there was an unverified report. And ironically, the promo that ran to today and, and last night, I said, I don't I don't take any. Uh, I guess it was the day before. Anyhow, when there are unnamed sources, I don't report stories that say unnamed sources. And there was a report that said unnamed sources within the Trump campaign say that Trump's going to wage a holy war on Taylor Swift and the Swifties. And I, I didn't even, I didn't even mention it one time because it's it's a source, and I don't I don't trust the media. I hate to say that, but I don't trust them. I, they've got their own agenda, and and it's not what's best for the American people. It's not what's best for Donald Trump. It's what's best for them. And so I don't buy them. But this whole Business Insider article is predicated on a culture war between the the MAGA right and the Swifties. And it reads in part, if former President Trump and his campaign choose to attack Taylor Swift, he'll have to defeat a far scarier and more dangerous force than President Biden's re-election campaign, her scorned fans. After weeks of Republican media pundits and a former presidential candidate vilifying her, going as far as saying she's a Defense Department psyop asset, it seems all but certain Trump will jump into the fray soon after Rolling Stone reported one of its confidants predicted a holy war against the pop sensation. Yeah, that's just irresponsible from, from Rolling Stone. It reads, should should he go after her, it may be the biggest mistake of his 2024 campaign up until that point, needlessly interjecting himself into negative discourse with little perceivable way of succeeding. That is, of course, because Swift's committed fan base is just as, if not more, supportive of her as the MAGA movement is of him. Her following also appears to be even larger than in the U.S. than Trump's following. A morning consult survey in March estimated 53% of U.S. adults consider themselves Swift fans. 53% of U.S. adults. So to put that in perspective, the 2020 U.S. Census found that there were about 258.3 million adults in the country. There's like something like 336 million total, but 258 million adults. If that and the aforementioned survey are correct, that means that there are nearly 137 million voting age Taylor Swift supporters in the U.S. or about 60 percent of the total votes cast in the 2020 presidential election for both Biden and Trump. With the general election. And the general perception is that Swift's fans are overwhelmingly Democrat or left leaning. That's estimated to be about 55% of her fan base, meaning that there are some 100 million Taylor Swift fans that consider themselves to be Republicans. Just because Taylor Swift is a left-leaning Democrat, she, she supported Joe Biden in 2020, doesn't mean that all of her supporters are. And if, if and again, I, I don't put any any weight into this, but if Donald Trump was to wage quote unquote holy war on Taylor Swift and and the Swift fan base, I mean he'd be alienating part of his own potential MAGA crowd. There is a Venn diagram where they where they overlap, where there are Republicans who like Taylor Swift. I am not one of them. I am neutral on Taylor Swift. But as you're like Eric Erickson earlier today, uh, confessed on the air that he's been to three Taylor Swift concerts, not because of himself, but because of his daughter. I don't think my daughter was ever into Taylor Swift. So I 
I feel quite fortunate about that. But don't you think that there are many Democrats that are fans of, you know, Ted Nugent and Kid Rock, the music and things like that? I mean, you, you they're an artist. They're not a politician, but they do yeah. have care. They carry weight. Well, and that is what someone, and I don't know if it was Don Jr. or someone, but someone on the right said, oh, yeah, that's fine. They got Taylor Swift, but we have John Voight and Ted Nugent and Kid Rock. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Mm, mm. That is kind of embarrassing uh, because Taylor Swift is. is <laughs> All that, three of their Twitter accounts don't even come yeah. a, a smidge to you know, that's combined all three of them. Right. Only one person out of that group was named Time Person of the Year last year. Yeah. Taylor Swift is a juggernaut. She is a phenom. Uh, and Kid Rock and Ted Nugent and John Voigt are uh, on the descending portions of their careers. So it's a foolish idea to, to even talk about. Taylor Swift, it's a foolish idea for Republicans to try to gin up some sort of issue there. And I think the whole thing started as a satire, and it should have remained a satire. And it's it's not worthy of legitimate discussions. Concerts tonight, by the way, um, my, my twins, uh, Black and Decker, are going to the Travis Scott concert. They're, they're there tonight. They've got nosebleed seats. My, my kids... I think they share my taste in music. I love rap music. Whenever I say that, people think I'm kidding. I love rap music. I absolutely do. I don't know a lot of the artists or lyrics, and some of the lyrics are terrible. Oh my gosh, they're terrible, and I don't like I don't like those. But I just love the rhythm of rap music. Um, so they're at Travis Scott tonight. So I'm saying a prayer for them for their safety tonight at Travis Scott. We'll continue the Joe Kelly Show coming up straight ahead here on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Hey, Joe. So my brother lives in Tigard, Oregon. They got skunks living underneath their house. They're not allowed to remove them, bother them, interfere with their little skunk life down there. They have to call a professional, and only the professional can remove it. And you got to pay for it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I know. Look, I had a gopher tortoise that was digging up my front shrubbery. And I was so annoyed that this gopher tortoise was digging up my front my front shrubbery that I got in contact with a Florida Wildlife Commission and I said, hey, this gopher tortoise. Actually, I didn't know it was a gopher tortoise. I sent them a picture. I said, this is a picture of the hole that is being dug in my yard. I had one in my front yard, one in my backyard. And the woman from FWC uh, confirmed just by looking at the picture, she said, the one in your front yard is a gopher tortoise. The one in your backyard is not. She said, you can do whatever you want with the one in your backyard, but the gopher tortoise you can't touch. I said, but it's destroying my shrubs. I mean, it's killing my my hedge of plants. And she says, yeah. She says, they, they move on after a while. And I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And it took a good 18, 24 months before it moved on. And I had to replace, I don't know, five or six plants because the gopher tortoise, uh, they're a protected species. I, I don't know why skunks are. Um, but they're protected species, and you have to go around. You have to go around the gopher tortoises. <laughs> Did you just sniff after you said skunks? Yeah, I might have. <laughs> I might have. All right, we have an open mic here about the media. If you don't trust media, why do you work for the media? Um, would it be better if I didn't work in the media and I just sat on the sidelines and complained, or would it be better if I worked in the media and tried to do better? I think trying to do better is a better option than sitting on the sideline with my arms crossed and pouting about how I don't like and don't trust the media. I try, I don't always succeed, but I try to be more transparent. I try to do better. I try to point out hypocrisy when I see hypocrisy. I'm not what I would consider a Swifty. I love her music, but I'm really so tired of hearing her name and seeing her name at every corner i don't want her name synonymous with football and you know her 
fan base is powerful enough to get people who don't even watch football to just watch Kansas City just because she might get shown on the screen instead of watching football. I don't want to see Taylor Swift while I'm watching football. You know, I don't want to see Jerry Jones when I'm watching the Cowboys, but they still show him. You know, I mean, they show they show celebrity fans. They show owners. They, you know, they'll they'll. And it's what twenty seconds that she's on TV for for a three hour, four hour game or whatever. Yeah, and don't take it out on her. Take it out on CBS for always yeah. cutting to her. <laughs> Believe me, she doesn't like it either. In fact, last time the camera was on her, she immediately turned sour as soon as the camera was on her. She was not happy, and she has asked CBS to stop doing that. By the way, this is breaking right now. American F eighteen fighter jets bombed 10 Iranian-made Houthi attack drones in western Yemen that were prepared for launch by the Yemenis. That according to CBS News just a few moments ago. So it does appear as if there is some sort of retaliatory strike that is taking place right now uh, in Yemen, not in Iran, but in Yemen. I'm Joe Kelly. You're listening to The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.